Happy Saturday. It is day four, September the 4th, 2021. We are in our 30-day micro-leadership course here at High Impact Influence, the podcast. The website is growgreat.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. Today, knowledge. We're going to continue where we left off yesterday with this next ingredient or component in our leadership recipe, knowledge. You know, some folks think that this ought to go first. I have intentionally placed humility and curiosity in front of knowledge because, well, without those knowledge acquisitions impossible, all you have to do is log on to any social media platform and you will find a post. Well, just go ahead and do it. Go find a post where there's disagreement. Yeah. Well, that won't take long. In fact, just minutes ago, before I hit the record button, I saw a post about some marketing session that had been conducted back in 2019. And there were approximately 50 people or so in the audience. So I found out the post, it included a link to the YouTube video. And one of the first commenters just lambasted the session with statement after statement for which he provided zero evidence. He was critical about who might have been in the audience. And he wrote an entire paragraph filled with harsh judgment. Well, I clicked on this link in social media that took me to the YouTube video where I did not click play. I simply scanned the description below the video that guess what? It gave answers to his criticisms. None of which turned out to be accurate. Took me, I don't know, 10 seconds. Never did click play on the video. 10 seconds is all it took to find out that this commenter, he was completely wrong. And I looked at it and I thought, you know, he, he, he likely spent minutes crafting his criticism. So it goes knee jerk reactions, fast assumptions. Never mind the facts. We can't be bothered with the facts. That's why humility and curiosity precede knowledge. This particular commenter, he already knew everything about the situation. Arrogance, pride, hubris. He exhibited no curiosity because, well, his mind was made up and closed. Let's not follow his lead. Just yesterday, the Washington Post published an article about how misinformation on Facebook gets much greater attention than actual news. Well, a cursory look at social media shows us how misinformation gets easily spread. I mean, hitting that share button, hitting that retweet button, they're easy without even doing a cursory checking of the facts. We flash through information. We spend seconds or even fractions of seconds, and then we move on. Building on our assumptions, whether they're true, whether they're not. We think what we think. We believe what we believe. My first foray into the world of evidence-based leadership, no, it didn't have a name back then. It came because I was always very intuitive, and I got something very wrong early in my career. And I felt like I valued the truth and evidence, but it turns out, okay, I, I didn't view it as important as I should. So I made up my mind right then, right there, I was in my 20s, that I was going to do better. I started leaning on evidence to make sure my intuition was even more accurate. My curse was that my intuition was so highly accurate until it wasn't. 
And I had to exercise great care to make sure that I wasn't looking for facts to back up my intuition. I wanted to follow the facts wherever they took me. Then, then I wanted to engage my intuition. Now, this was a process for me, and I worked really hard at it, and I got better at it. But I only got better at it because I devoted myself to exercising the skills that I knew I needed. Think about a time that you got it completely wrong. Wrong about a person, wrong about a situation, right? I mean, not everything is as it appears. How did you feel? How did you feel when you got it wrong? It's awful. Knowledge helps us avoid that feeling. Well, at least it can help us avoid it more often. Because, come on, we all get it wrong sometimes. We follow evidence or knowledge only to realize, okay, well, maybe it's not correct. But again, having humility and curiosity and the bravery to question the answers that we think are rock solid, that helps us become better leaders. What do you already know to be true? I mean, really know. You know without a shadow of a doubt that it's true. What are the things that you are most certain about? It's important that we give this some thought because clarification is part of the process that is often overlooked in our quest to just get on with solving the problem. Have you ever solved a problem only to find out that, okay, well, that really wasn't the problem. Yeah, of course. Any of us that have any experience, we have, we've solved problems that they weren't problems. And it may, that may feel worse than getting it completely wrong because it's a different kind of getting it wrong made worse because, well, we spent some time and effort to solve something that it wasn't the problem at all. So you can see there really is no way to separate humility and curiosity from knowledge acquisition. They're just all balled up together. And even, even when we think that we have the knowledge, we often need to question it to make sure. But today we're in a rush. I got news for you. I'm old and we've always been in a rush. I don't know what for. I mean, 10 seconds to see a Facebook commenter was ignorant and foolish and lazy versus minutes that this commenter took to craft a harsh, critical comment. I mean, it just does not seem like a good exchange to me. Lastly, we need to think about the source of our knowledge. This is really important. Who are we going to listen to? Who are we going to ask? Don't limit yourself. More is better. It will validate or nullify the knowledge as being true or false or something that we're not yet sure about, which leads us to continue the quest until we get more sure, or at least as sure as we feel like we can get. You know, leaders often have selective sources of knowledge. It's a real foolish path. Do not negate the value of anybody to help you learn something. Many a leader has tripped up because they did not like the source. They didn't like the person. And so they ignored the knowledge that was being shared. Let the knowledge stand on its own. I mean, it either, it either holds up or it doesn't, or we're not sure. And seek knowledge as close to the work as possible. You know, the people who do the work daily, they've got to be consulted. Their paycheck does not determine their true worth in figuring out what's wrong and figuring out how to fix things. 
a minimum wage worker who is vexed every day by some idiotic system can provide truth and knowledge more quickly than somebody who has never performed that task. I don't care if they've got MBAs and all kinds of credentials behind their name. Again, humility is at work in helping us learn. Do not discount the most ideal sources of knowledge because they're often not top level management folks. Those people closest to the work know more about what ails our organization at an operational level. Don't overlook them. Learn, learn, learn. Make up your mind that you are going to increase your knowledge and then get busy seeking answers and get busy questioning the answers that you think you already have. Remember, the truth will always withstand rigorous testing. So test it. Be well, do good, grow great. My name is Randy Cantrell. The website is growgreat.com. Lord willing, we'll pick up day five tomorrow.